This is the podcast where we talk about everything sports and wrestling. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Rant and Rave podcast, starring Brandon Martin, the young blood outsider Jordy Scow, Eric Lima, Uriel Ibarra, Michael Bombardier, and Andrew Hawking as they talk about everything on their minds. Let the ranting and raving begin. much Alex Perez and we welcome you all to uh, episode 139 of the Rant and Ray podcast. Glad you could be here with us this week and we're going to do things a little bit easier than we did like those previous episodes but we're in this wrestling weekend a lot that happened which we'll talk a little bit more on that in a few moments or so and with that I am Brandon Martin co-founder, co-creator as uh, one of the producers, and of course, one of the six of the show. Of course, the other one is not here. Make, we'll be making his return next week, still because of work, which which is understandable, making some money and all that, and paying the bills and all that other stuff. And of course, with me, as always, my best friend, which is the other co-founder, the other co-creator, the director, and second of six, which is currently right now five, which is my best friend, the young blood outsider, Jordy Scow. Two things. One, your boy, the young blood outsider, is officially on Twitch doing some live streaming gameplays. Had a little bit of mis, you know, um, un- communications with uh, parts of it, you know, but finally was able to get one of them all right. But one thing I will say though, the second thing, it's great to be here. And we got all, and yes, we do have a lot to talk about. And I've got a lot on my mind regarding Warner Brothers, uh, regarding the recent AEW shoot promo, you know, with MJF. And we already talked about it last week, but this is an update from it. So, yeah, go ahead and introduce someone who's already holding up a sign as if he were illegal. Naughty Barra. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. With us is our other co-host. We'll first start off with Mr. Eric Lima. Buenos noches, amigos. In honor not only of Barra, but my uh, late, great um, Red Sox legend, Jeremy Remy. What's going on? Episode 139 of Ray Podcast. I got some video gaming news for you guys, and I can't wait to even say it. It's part of my I'm so excited! We'll check, who, yeah. we'll check who's in the live chat right now. It's someone else who could also relate to Barra, but yet he's also a very good friend of mine. Um, Kevin Hall, Xbox three, uh, Xbox criminal three sixty. Yeah, we don't allow criminals in our chat no more. Well, hold on. Why do we allow Uriel here? Is he who I think it is? Who? That one person that we've talked about, like um, like weeks ago, like um, someone who's like um, someone who's Mexican who's trying to act all edgy on what you were playing Call of Duty. Well, no, I mean, like the guy, Kevin Albright. Oh, my God. Romy, Romy. First of all, Romy, 
Number one, suck it! Second of all, the only reason you're coming at me so hard right now is because you got no other victims left to, to go about your business with. Uh, oh, man. Oh, Sorry, man. you were saying? I'm super saying. Oh. Speaking okay. of Dragon Ball, uh, um, yeah, Kevin Alvarez, he's a he's a very good friend of mine in the live chat. The Xbox Criminal 360, he's a very good person. Oh yeah, I um, oh. Yep. But yeah. Indeed. But go ahead, hey, Cameron. Uh, go ahead and continue with the introductions. Yes, and also with us is Mr. Michael Bombardier. Two things. One, pleasant good evening to you all. Happy June 9th. Second of all, oh, the Brawny Man, exactly what you called Kim Savian after making out with Penelope Ford. Uh, we're going to have a great time here. <laughs> damn, damn! Mikey Bomb's going at it. Here we yeah. go. That's your new nickname, my friend. Yes. Indeed. Let's have a great time tonight, shall we? Well, the live chat sitting down having fun, Kevin, because here's the deal. One Hispanic on this panel is enough. (laughs) 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 Viva la Misa, Ibarra. (laughs) That's how many um, Ibarra own own, um, points that is? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're talking about the Krillin own count. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh my god. And yeah. finally, and I mean finally, but certainly not least, the main host and creator of the Bumbly Bozos Variety Program, which you can go check it out every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, on this certain person's YouTube channel, which is Uriel Ibarra, aka Ibarra Bro Studios. Hi ho, what everybody? K Bro Studios here, breaking for you another grand episode of the Ray Podcast. And um, speaking of Dragon Ball, for all the viewers in Japan, two more days until Superhero is released. You know what? Better be Macho Man than be anything else. But then again, the whole drive-by thing, uh, probably too much. If I say so myself, like remember, he died during driving. Ooh. It's true. <laughs> I can't joke. But then again, that. I can't say too soon because I mean, like, I would say too soon, but then again, it's been ten years since that thing, you know. <laughs> but too soon? What? Someone has a, what? You someone has a gun? Oh, drive, drive, drive by. A... Line drive. You know, somebody hits a ball and it goes zooming into the outfield somewhere, or so usually out of the ballpark. Hmm. Speaking of Dragon Balls, I gotta pee. <laughs> and speaking, and speaking of dumb, sh- that's that's what I took this morning. And you know what? What I did did. You know what it looked like? It looked like Romy. <laughs> so he's the so it the great mighty poo. Like rambling. Yeah, he is. He's the great mighty poo. You know. Bring me some sweet corn. 
I'll take the IQ of a coffee cup as a compliment because I drink, because I drink uh, hot chocolate out of a coffee cup. Well, I do drink coffee. Just well, I always got a creamer there. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know how you spell IQ? Oh my god! Oh my god! What does the Q and IQ stand for? Intelligence questionable. I was so. thinking of another Q word, but I don't want to go there since it's Pride Month. Ooh. I know, just oh, like you said earlier when you I'll came say. around. No, it's like what you said to me earlier, Uriel. I'm a dick. And you love, and you still love me, though. Yeah. That's what I said to you. Oh my goodness. But anyway. Um, okay, so the Q, I know what it is. It stands for queef. Queef. There, there. What? There, I'm gonna get canceled. You're never seeing me again. Are you sure it's not queer? There you go. That's the one. Queen. Well, goodbye. I'm, I'm done with the show. Um, you never see me again. Um, my career is dead. And... <laughs> Queef. <laughs> Queef. Actually, you know what? That is, that is true. Queer is another word for strange. So let me ask you something. Let me ask you something real quick. Let me, oh let's be God. honest. Let's be honest. Did Doctor Strange should should he have been named Doctor Strange or Doctor Queer? Doctor, Doctor. I mean, and I mean, Austin Powers. It has like a lot of sex jokes. So I'm sorry, I'm I'm such a giggly. I don't know what's going on with me, man. Oh, Where you got that from? Oh my god! <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I look. Wait, your hair is amazing. You look like like the Undertaker. You know, I'll take that as a compliment too. No, You're not too uh, far off. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and close. I've already got what I need done on here. Oh really? You called me. Queef. I can never escape from rhymes. I don't know why. It's a curse. Oh All right. Oh, All right. Let's get this uh, discussion out of the way because I got to write off my chest real quick. Because something as we all know, has been going on in the world of AEW in regards to, you know, Warner Brothers. Now, as you all know, yeah, I, I heard, of, I read this somewhere. Okay, you guys remember that 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 shoot promo that MJF did, you know, that pretty much has broken, you know, everyone to the point where they've been talking about it nonstop, including guys like Jim Cornette or Ric Flair or anybody else who's yeah. doing the podcasting thing. Well, it turns out that Warner Brothers was so highly offended by that promo, they wanted AEW to pull that off of television, not to showcase it on their YouTube page or anything that's related to social media or mainstream media, because they believed that the promo was real. Wow. Oh, my it's like, God. The folks at Warner Brothers don't know a wrist lock from a wristwatch, let me tell you. Here's a fun fact yeah. for you. When someone is in the ring and they are, you know, doing a promo in the ring, whether it's unscripted or scripted, the thing is, it is all a show. 
Let me give you an example. CM Punk, 2011, on um, on uh, Raw Roulette, 2011. Yeah. That was that was all a work. Sure, he was speaking the truth, but then again, do you honestly think that C- that anybody like Vince McMahon or Triple H would give him the go ahead to do that, unless oh, unless if he was going to talk that much, he would have had his mic cut off just like that if he were, you know, if he was destroying the company and anybody within it. And that goes the same for MJF. Why didn't he have his mic cut when he was about to talk trash about Tony Khan? Guess what? He didn't have his mic cut off immediately just like that. It was all a, it was all a show. And the fact that these, these, these over-affected <laughs> douchebags, TV distributors want to take this as a legit thing just proves that they're the marks, not us. Oh, my goodness. I've dealt with a lot of people that were stupid before, but I never thought there were people up at Warner Brothers that were stupid or than even more so than anything. I don't think they're real wrestling fans, man. They're not real wrestling fans. They're just they just want want something regard that, that, that makes money in you know on television. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I get it, Ke- I get it, Kevin. But here's the problem. The problem is a lot of people think like people at Warner Brothers took his shoot promo as a legit offense, like a like an attack, and they have removed MJF from the roster, um, anything affiliated with Twitter. They uh, they pretty much silenced him on social media and mainstream media. All to keep the the image of their you know their stock and their shares safe. And I'm telling you, this is why, this is why another prime example why we shouldn't have any TV distributors or any affiliation that has no clue of how to run a wrestling business should be involved with with this you know with this product. Because Warner Brothers, I don't care if they made movies that's regarding professional wrestling, but the fact that they want to cut off somebody just for performing an act, a shoot work promo in the ring, is ridiculous. Exactly, stage shoot. He's just as as PC as Robert. True. I mean, yeah, he's he was doing his job. I mean, what? Why would Tony Khan let him go out there and do that? I'll tell you why. Because he wanted him. Because he. Because he. Here's the thing. You want to know the truth? I'll tell you the truth. Behind the scenes, MJF and Tony Khan they don't have issues with each other. Wait. He's implying that you look like like his dad, and you know what? Maybe you are. That kind of creeps me up. I don't even have a I never been a woman in my entire life for goodness sakes. Well, well, here's the thing. I could have told you to pull out, but it was too late. But then again, that was that was from a time machine, the time paradox. <laughs> so does that make me a princess uh, trunks then? Good, Captain. You dirty boy. Anyway. Um <laughs> so bad, but yeah, the fact the fact that the the fact that Tony Khan and MJF, they think they had their problems. There are no problems with them behind the scenes. They are they are probably in good terms and business relations. 
And MJF, he probably had something to do that maybe he was called back from the you know, from the meet and greet because probably to help work, you know, plant the seeds to to make this look like he was leaving the company and abruptly leaving the event, double or nothing. I mean, it's Hmm. I, I mean, I'm. you know what? You you be quiet with regards to getting pregnant, you freaking buffoon. You got me pregnant, you idiot. How was that my fault? No. You say you were wearing protection. I was wearing my armor. You're a moron. And speaking of Romy, this time I look like the Cadbury mascot. If I, well, if I'm the Cadbury mascot, then are you a Playboy bunny? Hey, that's a good. Hey, that's a good thing. I mean, you, you want to know the amount of. I mean, you want to know the amount of times that uh, Playboy Bunny banks on chicks. Probably more banks than chicks than Roger Rabbit. Bro, boy. <clears throat> but either way, all I know is that I don't understand what it is with these people. MJF and Tony Khan they have a good relationship backstage, as they you know, like like any other boss and employee do. I mean, Tony Khan has done some questionable things. I mean, I'll admit that. But he's not not down the level of Vince McMahon. Okay, I'm just gonna say that right right now. I think Tony Khan and MJF are working the crowd, but I don't think they expected Warner Brothers to take this legitimately as a you know actual to take this as a show. They they literally are stupid enough to believe that it was real. Professional wrestling is a is a type of God. I hate saying this. Sports that is you know, feeling our need and want for entertainment, sports entertainment, for us to, you know, to, you know, to actually look at something and, you know, enjoy something worth our time. And the fact that they want to, Warner Brothers, want to immediately take this as a legit offense of what MJF said proves that they don't know anything about the wrestling business. They don't know anything about what goes on behind the scenes. And if they did, they wouldn't be pulling MJF stuff off, including that shoot promo. And the only evidence that there is of the shoot promo are either re-uploads on YouTube or anywhere on the internet, including uncensored ones with MJF saying, you effing Mark, fire me, fire me. <laughs> so... Well, yeah, true. Yeah. But that's that's all I really got to say right there. So anybody out there who really take this as a legitimate, you know, offense, don't. It is wrestling. It is a story. If you if if they're if it's on wrestling, then it's all for entertainment. Even if they go too far, even though I've seen a lot of things they do go too far, but at the end of the day, it's not real okay mjf isn't going anywhere but then again they gotta have a lot of work to do with warner brothers but all i can say is warner brothers i don't know what to say other than that you must be so mentally challenged to think that all this was real what's the point even buying what's the point even buying AEW if they don't even know what <laughs> wrestling is they're having an investment in it at least you still need to figure. At least you still need to know what it is. 
<laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but anyway, anybody who uh, got an opinion on this, because I just wanted to get that out of the way. I think you said quite everything there. Yeah. Yeah. Just another case of a company just don't even know what they're gonna do with a with a product that they just bought. What <laughs> <laughs> in the world, Eric? Oh my god! Sweet emotions, Sweet Caroline, bum bum bum. The times never seem so good. But so anyway, good. let's go ahead and um, go with on with the show. And I forgot to do this uh, last time, I believe. It's showtime, ho! Yes. Indeed, indeed. And we always start off, as always, the usual fun fact of the week. One of the three segments. Well, last week we did talk about with uh, showers really do spark creativity. However, this week we're actually going to do something a little bit different with, uh, I know it's the same, it involves water, but it will be shows the following. Water makes different pouring sounds depending on its temperature. Oh, really? I heard of that. When I, I remember I was watching like this video of like um Snuffy giving out like um mind blowing um facts and he did mention something about like like water has like like the temperature of water has like different sounds. Yeah, yeah. I and I'll give out the uh, more a little bit more information on that uh, fun fact saying this, which is the following. If you listen very closely Hot water and cold water sound slightly different when being poured. The heat changes the thickness or viscosity of the water, which changes the pitch of the sound it makes when it's poured. What we feel as heat comes from the molecules of the water moving faster. And it's saying cold water is thicker and therefore makes a slider higher pitched sound. So yeah, what do you guys think about this fun fact for this week? Wow. I, I am well aware of that, except I, I did not know. Like I never really noticed like like the sounds of like um, water pouring. But at the same time I think I have to I think I need to learn a thing think or two about chemistry for I wanna try that. After we get done here, I'm gonna try that. Uh listen to this. Oh boy. It's not that makeup. I think I know it's coming. It's not that makeup. Hold on. Up on my big fat that makeup. <laughs> 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 I love cats with money. I love cats. Where's Bill Nye when you need him? Bill Nye, married. the science guy. He got married recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, congratulations to Bill Nye, the science guy. He got married. But, yes. Chris, I was it's like, oh. the science kid. Oh, oh, I remember. I, re I remember that show. <laughs> what I think I said, I think of the sloth from Ice Age. Right. Doesn't anyone love me? 
Doesn't it anyone that cares about sit the small? All right, all right. I just go by myself. Hey, wait by the garbage next time. Oh, jeez. Oh, yucko. I'll try that theory of the, the pouring uh the pouring water. That that's that's something that's very interesting. I think wanna go I think when I go to like a like a science class and um on college, I think they might uh, teach me that. Like um hear like the different sounds of like um like the temperature of water. Because I think that's mostly gone to like chemistry. I'll tell you what, what else could be good for chemistry. You put um you put diet soda in one container. You put, you know, on, on the left, not politics. And then you put, you know, regular soda on the right. Again, no politics. And you put Mentos in the middle. And then you, you open them up and you find out which side, you know, fizzles the best. That's a good science project. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm thinking that scene from um, Wreck-It Ralph at um, the volcano. I call that. I would call that maybe a. Uh, I'd call that you know, just like I call Romy, a meltdown. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the second ice age. Exactly. David knows more about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well then. So I guess I'll be the dinosaur Romy then. Age, the letdown. <laughs> <laughs> tune in to the tune in the next episode. Um, David three. Um, done with the reptiles. Done with the reptiles. Oh my god. You... Oh boy. <laughs> Speaking of reptiles, no, no, not going there. No, 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 no. reptilian and all that, but I'm not going there. I got no issues with that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, any more. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I I know, Lauren. I'm an ass. You're oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I want to try that. I want to try that theory of the of the water thing. <gasps> you yeah. know what? I'm just thinking. What would happen if Nia Jax said my ass instead of my butt? You know, while and then said my hole after saying ass. What would you What, what would you <laughs> go with? I I I I would faint, like I oh my stomach would be hurting. Yeah, I mean that's my more believable. Ah, my hole. <laughs> See, that sounded more believable. <laughs> oh, but no, apparently you can't say that because you got to PG up the product, you know. Has wrestling ever been like kid friendly? No. Well, it usually oh, has. Well, it wasn't for a while. It was family friendly during the the rock and rest rock and roll, you know, thing, you know, back in the eighties and all that. But as it evolved, you know, it became more for both adults and kids. And then when it transitioned to the attitude era, that's when you knew that most kids wouldn't watch it. But then again, a lot of them did during their childhood. And well, it's mainly because of its edginess, which again, some edginess isn't geared towards kids. I'd still, I'd still watch it, even though. I'll never for the wrong reasons just for entertainment. I'll never forget when DX asked one of the female fans to flash them, and she was behind the young fan. Was I think it probably was twelve years old, something like that. She went up like this, and that that mean with the kid with the bowl cut with the glasses. He looked at her and turned around. Oh, <laughs> you remember that? 
Wait, all, all, right, all, right. The, all, the all right, dinosaurs, what lesbians, dinosaurs. Oh my god, okay, I gotta read this comic because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Oh, come on, don't retract the comment, you jackass. Hang on, hang on, let me let me screen share it. Uh, all right, all right, dinosaurs, what lesbian is dinosaurs are there? <laughs> Is there more? I've been thinking. I've been, you hey, know. Hang on. Let me read. Here, let me read it. All right. All right. Dinosaurs. What let what, what lesbian is dinosaurs? Are there not? Are there but not some creatures? If we talking about science, I feel like I know a lot about science, but don't forget about the creatures. And it's gives you like this. Um, lesbian dinosaurs? What the? Lesbian seagulls. Lesbian dinosaurs. <laughs> Open the door. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. <laughs> boom boom i can like it like a boom dude oh my oh, god the, okay oh. this is funny hold on this is funny right here hold on Smacked her in the ass so hard it made her smackdown. Wow. Now there's the smackdown I've been waiting for. Okay, if Nia Jack said my or my whole, well let's be honest, we will make it make it a meme, but it's already you mean what else can I be? But in my opinion, in my opinion, she well, she is beautiful. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> lesbian. Oh my god. <laughs> now you got Jose. Putting in some okay pie. Oh, in the like a lot of posts. It's all about. Oh my god! The old, um, the old um, pie in the face never gets sold. The old pie in the face. It's been around since the fifties. It's been around the no, no. Three Stooges. I think it was way before Three Stooges. I think um, I think um, Chaplin did that as well. Wait, hold on one second. Wait, I want wait, I want Nia Jackson for OnlyFans. Well, that may never happen, but Noelle Foley is. Yeah, Mick Foley. OnlyFans are lonely fans. That's for Paige Van Zandt. I got never get sold. You know what? Noelle Foley being on OnlyFans is. Pretty much equivalent to uh, Mick Foley, her father falling off the off the hell in a cell by Undertaker. Mm. It, it is shocking. Foley, Foley is quite the knockout. She looked like what? It, is a, it is a knockout. You know why? Because Mick Foley got knocked out when he fell. <laughs> my father, my father. It looked like I Ray Ripley when Ray Ripley first began in the WWE. Speaking of that, anyway, what else? Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Speaking of that, oh, pie in the face. That describes Tiffany Stratton in a nutshell. <laughs> Where did this come from? I like this to see Barr who knows how to how to how to come up with something even better than than what he originally did. Ibarra, you mean uh, Mike? Mike. I mean, where? I mean, well, actually, well, then again. Okay, Ibarra, he's always good at, at what he does, but 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 Michael here. I've never seen this Michael before. I mean, this is a different Michael right here. He's just a little crowd. We call him Mikey Bombs. I think you've up your game a little bit, and I got to give you props. 
He's been he's been annihilating yeah. the game like a bomb. So this Mikey bombs. He's been he's been he's been hitting them. He's been hitting them. Come on. I now. just I just call him Mike Bomb. You know, like shortened from Michael Bombardier. That's and that's really clever, Jordy. That's really clever. It's clever. Well, clever than one to get off hands if you're Noel. You'll go down. You stay. That's that's way clever. Way more mm. clever than Damian Sandow. All right. Well, <laughs> well <actually laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I would have been better watching man. But anyway, uh, what else is there after the the uh, fun fact of the week? Uh, but that that'll do it for this. Uh, for which, and that'll be the fun fact for this week. Which really interesting. Water makes different boring sounds depending on its temperature. So it'll be interesting to check it out for myself as well, just to test it out. But oh my god, I got a! I think I got a great. I think we got a great segment here. Like I'll, I actually would love to see see um, Eric um pouring um. Like experimenting on hearing like um the sounds that a water makes on different temperatures. We got it. Then we'll get a new segment. Um, like um class lectures with Eric. That'll be awesome. I would try. I, I would try to do it, but uh, it's hard to move on my computer and stuff all the way. To Just like it's hard for you to twerk. Yeah, exactly. Oh, now that'll be sex ed. Actually, it was sex <laughs> oh ed. Oh my god! I had to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, that's why you're never gonna see me twerk again. Thank you very much. I was trying to prove a point with that stupid twerk. Yeah, well, I'm not the one that gave in the pressure. I ha well, guess what? I had, I, I had to prove a point. I'll, I'll admit, I'll give you one proof. thing. You and me are alike than you you could ever imagine. I've given in the pressure. You've given in the pressure. Yeah, I mean, well, we're guess, both alike. Yeah, I, like, like I said, you know. But you also, you know, you also, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not defending myself against you for that because. I agree with you that that was the worst thing ever I ever did. Okay, he just asked, "What in the hell is is OnlyFans?" I never heard of that. Is is that like a game channel, a Walmart marketing, or ice cream? Oh, well, well it is my flavor, friend, but I want to know what you. But it's Kevin, not what you for ice cream, buddy. Kevin, Kevin, just or maybe it is ice cream, in, brother. It's just, it just you learn it with your old. You'll probably see the other side. Only of the fans got a lot of flavors, but there's no friends. ice cream in it. Oh my god! If I oh, if I ever twerk, then I'll turn someone in the chat. I'll, I'll turn can on involve ice cream. <laughs> it can involve ice cream. One thing for sure: if I ever twerk, um, I'm gonna someone in the chat might get turned on. I'm not gonna say who. You know what I think? Since Mike's in the chat, I want to know if. Pamela had her own ice cream shop in Canada. Would she call it Snow White ice cream or Snow Cream? Snow White Parlor, I guess. Snow White Parlor, Snow Parlor, because it's ice cream. It's all fr frozen, delectable. I mean, I I buy that. I oh, hope it's just as good as the um, you know Baskin Robbins stuff too. All thirty-one flavors. I think speaking of which, I. Speaking of ice cream, I'm about to get some this week. Snow white cream. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Now that sounds more like OnlyFans. Wow. I was talking oh, about an ice cream par, but now we're back to square one with OnlyFans. It ended the full circle. 
Yeah, you had the inner circle, even though that's no longer a thing. Anyway, anyway. Shin Chen. You know, Shin Chen. I've heard about that enemy. It was one of the, one of the craziest cartoons ever out there. Anyway, that's what else do we have, Brandon? Yeah, and we get into the next segment, which is the wrestling news of the week, which we, of course, we start off with AEW Rampage from last Friday. Back to its regular scheduled programming. Yeah. When it, by the way, when it hits the one hour mark, go ahead and play the advertisements, you know? Yeah. We're going to have to do that every now and then because we don't. I don't like when we go beyond one hour and then all of a sudden we play the advertisements where it's already – we're about to end the show like 30 minutes or 40 minutes after. I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. But, yeah, so like, go ahead and continue from there. Uh, start off with the tag team match, which it involves – the uh, favorites from uh, the good old California IA of the Young Bucks of Nick and Mac Jackson going up against those uh, Lucha Brothers of uh, Pinto Oscuro and Ray Phoenix. Uh, oh, you're talking Patterson. about this past Friday on Rampage? Yeah. Okay, well, also, it's going back to its regular time schedule at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No, not 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, son of a bitch. And, you know, and that you can still catch me doing the live reactions. Excuse me. You go ahead and keep uh, talking about the results. I gotta get something situated real quick. All right, that's fine. So, and of course, accompanied by as usual, Alex Everhantes. And where for that one? It was a good match, but however, the Bucks nailed Ray with that BTE trigger, and then getting the win on that over the Lucha Brothers. And then we get into, a, a, which is a beautiful segment, which involves Team Taz's FTW champion, Absolute Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs made short work of their unnamed opponents, which it was no problem whatsoever. Mm. No problem. So moving on from that next, going into this next match, which involves the following, which is the fallen goddess Athena, Going up against uh, one of the baddies of Kiara Hogan, as usual, accompanied by TBS champion Jay Cargill, publicist Stokely Hathaway, and Red Velvet. Mm. And with that, winner of that one was none other than Athena getting the win over Kiara Hogan. And as usual, of course, the House of Black inducted Julia Hart into their group. No surprise by there. And and then we get into, man, oh, man. The newly crowned at that time AEW World Champion CM Punk addressed the AEW World Championship. Oh, my God. I've got something to say about that. I When I was watching that, you know, I was like, that's a heartbreaker. But then soon after that, I'm looking on, you know, other websites and it's still saying he is the, you know, the champion and they're crowning an interim champion like they did with the TNT belt. I'm telling you, I got a lot to say on that matter, but, you know, I'll just go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Just vacate the belt. I mean, if, if, if they didn't have, have any sense of this business... They should have vacated if Punk couldn't go through the 30-day limit period of defending the belt. Yeah. That's just how I, mean, I see it. 
I would say that too. It's like, I mean, I should, I, I mean, if, if the injury, the injury was bad enough, at least vacate the belt and you, at least you could get the title back somehow, you know, when you're coming back from injury. And then, however, you, and you have that, that tournament though, again, become the a, the interim AEW world champion. And, it is very similar to a fact that it's really this whole tournament where you have to win a battle royal, then went, then try to face the number one ranked guy who's going to be challenging for the AEW title. But then you couldn't beat the guy that later that night. But knowing that you got to face either one of those two strong Japanese wrestlers, yeah. that strong style. I mean, I don't know how that's a fair tournament. If you ask me. Oh yeah, I mean, and you have like one of the two guys that'll be facing uh, Moxley coming up, Hiroki Goto. Or Hiroshi Tanahashi. I mean, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I think they they've done this out, you know, like just. I think they're taking this out of proportion of how they of how a title is supposed to be rewarded, and plus, ma- making CM Punk still the champion doesn't really mean anything because if yeah. you can't compete under the thirty day limit period as a champion, then you're automatically stripped of your title or relinquish it. It by you know willingly so that way a new champion can be crowned and I'm talking a new champion not an interim champion like they did with WWE that cruiserweight belt. My God, I think personally, I'm not trying to sound mean, but it, it sounds it sounds asinine just having to hear that kind of ruling. But that's not what I want to talk about for one of the topics because I yeah. think I got something on my mind regarding this past Monday night. But well, let's just continue. But yeah, we'll do and we'll do that indeed. And then here we go. It's been enough talk. It's time for the main event, which involves the TNT Championship. Which champion Scorpio Sky will defend that title? He usually has company by All Eagle, Ethan Page, and American Top American Top Teams. Dan, what I've done, what I've just done, Vince Russo Lambert, and he, and he was going to go up against Dante Martin, accompanied by Matt Seidel. I mean, I would say a pretty good match, though. But in the end, Scorpio Sky. With the TKO pinning Adante and remains the TNT champion. Oh, oh my God! That you know what? That's that is true, Jerome. That is true. Thank she may be bad in the ring, but then again, she had one good match against that other chick that had a women's title match this like last night. Oh yeah, which we'll get to more on that in a moment. PPS. <laughs> but yeah, that will I I want to watch Sesame Street. I wouldn't say but, I mean yeah, uh, Arthur, not the one in the chat, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Or Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that'll do it for Rampage. So and then last Saturday for NXT in your house. I mean, 
And then got a couple of dark matches, but of course we'll not count towards that. But they had uh, Valentina Theroyce going up against Ariana Grace, so Theroyce getting the win on that. And then we have a, a, this, the last dark match was Ikemanjiro going up against Dante Jen. Chen, excuse me, and then of course Jiro would get in the win over Chen, no problem. And now that's out of the way. So the main card though has the following, which is a six-man tag team match, where however the losing team joins the winning team stable. It involves the following of the family of Tony D'Angelo. Of Stax and Two Dimes, which we already know Stax is Channing Lorenzo and Troy Donovan. As they're going up against uh, Legado del Fantasma, which involves Santos Escobar, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wilde, accompanied by uh, Electra Lopez. And the family would get the win on that one, in which, unfortunately, Legado del Fantasma would have to join the family on that one. And, of course, that time of that one was close to a, I mean, it's probably a little bit of an inaccurate time, but I digress for all these matches. So, one, it was 12.45 for that one. And then we get into the, it's, again, another tag match, this time for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship for the women's side of things. Oh, Not are we at NXT um, uh, in your house? Yes. Okay, just wanted just wanted to be thorough. Yeah, for sure, not a problem. But yeah, toss, toxic attraction. GD Dolan and JC Jane defending the titles against Katana Chance and Caden Carter or KC for you know to make things more easier. And with that, uh, GD Dolan and JC Jane remains the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Time of that was of course nine. Nine minutes and one second. And then we get into the NXT North American Championship match online. Cameron Rhymes to the moon will defend that title against Narvin <laughs> Carmelo Hayes. Sorry, I'm just laughing at Romy's comment because I, okay. He said um, that, okay, Jesse came in asking Romy who was worse, Jade or China. And then Romy's like, Jade. And I said, I knew he'd say that. And then Romy's like, China was a revolutionary. Jade is worth as much as aluminum. And you know what I said? Romy's a vulture. He ain't for the culture. And, and we all know what, for the culture, you know what I mean? And you know what, what he says? He says, yeah, because the culture sucks, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you just made a rhyme. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I can never escape from rhymes. I swear I have a I have a curse. Wrestling is for sinners. Oh my god. Wrestlers, sinners. Well, you know, not a rhyme. One thing. If Bill Jensen were to say say that, then what has he done in his spare time jacking off in the bathroom for? Is that a sin too? I rest my case. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a tomato. Well, you're a potato. I need to stop. Riding. Oh no! Oh no! That no! That's the thing. That's that. That's um, that's a meme or whatever, because he used to say, "I'm not a tomato." Shut up! 
you know, towards uh, Waffle Pone, uh, the freakout kid, Stephen Choir, because he kept calling him, uh, you know, a um, uh, a tomato. Wait, Stephen, an R&R, an R&R, wait, I never said anything about them being on R&R, but if they ever, but if they ever want to be interviewed on R&R, that would be great. Yeah. I'm not a tomato. I'm, I know David is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you be the okay. tomato from Veggie Tales. Oh, Kyle White, welcome to the uh, chat. Yeah. But anyway, continue. I just had to get that out of the way. You're fine. No worries. And of course, company by Trick Williams, and winner of that, and woo, NXT North American Champion, or he likes to call it the A Champion. Which is other than Car- Carmelo Hayes regaining the championship? Run, Peach. No, that is not, and that is not a jab at Princess Peach because she's more better looking than David. He's <laughs> 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 impossible to beat in Smash Bros. Princess Peach is a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like Jesse Slaughter's dad and say. Such a mouth. <laughs> yeah, toadstool. I wonder what toadstool. I wonder what toadstool will mean. Do you guys have you hey, have you guys seen that video that me and uh Ibar and Brandon have seen? You know, the one with Jesse Slaughter's dad. You know, like oh. like listening in the to, to that little uh stream calling thing, and you know, like, don't plug that computer. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and now I remember. <laughs> yes. I played, that, they I played that little clip on, on uh, this past Sunday. It was funny. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, oh, my God. That was great. What do you think she's supposed to get kidnapped by Bowser? <laughs> Except it's... Oh, like, my God. <laughs> I was about to spit out my drink. I was oh, laughing. No. I was about to spit out my drink. So long. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> well, now it's bye bye. Bye. Yeah, I, I came up with that too. Did I not? Yeah. Oh Just my pop God. it up, pop it up. Yeah, don't mind me writing stuff on my board and just showing it off. I'm doing something different on the show. I wonder where I those seven Koopa kids came from. Well, have you ever heard of asexual reproduction? Oh boy. Well, Bowser, it's a turtle. Oh. Yeah, yeah, imagine where Junior came from. Uh, yeah, he came from yeah, exactly. Seven, uh, seven Koopa kids, most likely to suffer from dwarfism. Oh, more, more kids that. Well, the lesser kids Bowser have, the better, because I wouldn't want to wish him being on the next uh, uh, reality show called Twenty Kids and Counting, and then one of them turn out to be a pedophile. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be Chef Peepy. <laughs> I feel bad for the Duggars. I really do. Uh, anyway, let's continue well, on. Yes, indeed. And of course, the time of that was 15 minutes and 30 seconds. And then we move on to the NXT Women's Championship as Mandy Rose defending her title against Wendy Chu. And of course... Still NXT Women's Champion, Mandy Rose. Getting the win, no problem. So 11 minutes and 8 seconds was the time. 
And then we get into another tag match, which is this time for the NXT Tag Team Championships. As involves, however, the, had the Creed Brothers lost, they would have to leave Diamond Line, which we'll get to more on that in a moment. Why didn't you we not have, make an NXT Tag Team Championship match a cow match? It makes sense. Yeah, because they all look like heifers, don't they? <laughs> Wait, heifer? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, another word for cow. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, when I think of her, I think of Rocco. Like, hey, heifer, Rocco. not heifer, heifer, you know? Yeah, the character from Rocco. Hey, uh, Rocco. Oh, uh, no. Rocco uh, Despierto? <laughs> that was a hoot. Oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, continuing on, though, we had a pretty deadly defending the NXT tacking titles. Yes, boy. Kit Wilson going up against those Creed brothers of Brutus and Julius Creed. Why did they have the Creed brothers just win the belts, you know, on the NXT show instead of pretty, pretty deadly? Because that was the Cowboys wolf. Yeah, in Canada it does. But as far as I'm concerned, they should have had the Creed brothers win that, that gauntlet, okay? They, they performed outstandingly. Me and Eric saw it with Joe on his channel. I don't understand why they I don't understand why they had to do that. You know, just have them win it on, on this event, but not let them win it in the in the freaking gauntlet. A cow match, what did what did Nijax return or something? Oh god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh I man. would joke. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a I'm not gonna compare women to cows. That's that's beneath me. Because no, Nia will because Nia will return for a moo of a good time. Mm. <laughs> Must oh making jump. a moo of a good time. <laughs> Must oh resist God. joke. I wanna do poor. I mean, can I can I join that action? Oh boy! That, yeah, if you join that, oh action, no, you're gonna get squashed. Oh Ben, oh. what do you? S- oh my God! But yeah, going back to that, and yeah, I mean, they would have won out like a gauntlet, but no. However, of course, pretty deadly became the uh, tag champions at that time. You know. Winning that gauntlet, and then, and for and in your house, so and new NXT tag team champion, the Creed Brothers. What? The only way you'll be able to And speaking of which. Look what Ben sent me. He sent me this. He said Michael and Davis's fantasies, and it shows like this fat stripper. Hang on. Hang on. Let, let me load up that. Wait, 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 wait. That one. Oh, God. I think I'm going to throw up. Oh. Hang on. Hang on. The bright. Oh, really, Ben? You're there you go. Now. Who in the world is that? I don't know, but it's a stripper. Romy, really? <laughs> hey, man, thanks a lot, Romy. I thought I was about to vomit or something, you freaking prick. Thanks, Again, I'm the only one who doesn't have a joke for Tatum Paxley. 
So, yeah, the Creed brothers, they became the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah. About time, too. They worked hard for yeah. those belts. Yes, they did. They did. Oh, my God. And I will go for this main event, and then we'll get to our uh, usual sponsors after this. But for this one, the NXT Championship Online, however, had Braun getting himself disqualified. He will lose the NXT Championship to that man, which Braun Breaker defends that title against, none other than Joe Gacy. I brought Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, he did not get disqualified. It was a clean one, no problem whatsoever. So finally, Braun Breaker remains the NXT champion. So with that, and I mean, NXT in your house, it was, uh, I would say, a better uh, show, which we'll get to more on that other one after we do those sponsors. What in the... Oh, my God, Jose. What did he send you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Okay, Okay, you know what? That's kind of funny. And speaking of, of that, do you know that the min, uh, Minions are having a sequel to their to their previous movie, and that's going to be called The Rise of Gru? Yeah, coming out uh, next month. I was actually looking forward to seeing young Gru like to have his own, you know, rising. But now, you know what? At least he's finally getting some, you know, background of his childhood. I want to see that old. I'm going to see that old scientist again. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, we've got to do the sponsors. Yes, indeed. And we'll still continue on. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. But yes, uh, before we continue on with this segment, though, now it's the uh, right time, though, to uh, get up, relax, you know, stretch your feet out and get yourself a uh, drink and all that other stuff. And extend your dong if you have to, even though it's not big enough. Oh, but yeah, either way, uh, we get into those usual sponsors. We'll first have those three sponsors, which involves the three of them, which is the following. Jesse Carter and James Bernard Jr. over there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, along with Alex Paris, talks about the 25, the fictitious uh, game show channel. And of course, Leon Calabara, a.k.a. the Scorpion Death Drop, talks about his YouTube channel alone. So with that being said, guys, we will take a Big commercial break, and we'll have that for you. And continuing on with the wrestling news of the week, right after these messages. Don't you dare go anywhere. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C, and then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content You'll be notified right away, 
and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows. We feature the most entertaining TV shows. And we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy. All created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff. The 25 KAPR TV only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say, but were hesitant to say? A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial. A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason. A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences. And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And a YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating, no bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at templarking underscore as DD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Leon Colavera, K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. Alright, we are back once again, and thank you to everyone with the sponsors. We are back with episode 139 of the Rant and Rave Podcast. And we are going to continue on with this wrestling news of the week. This time, <laughs> and my God, this okay. WWE held itself 2022 from last Sunday. I'm going to say this real quick. Ben just said the reason why I have jokes for David and Michael because they can take them. And Michael, you just said exactly. I, I take them like a man, and David takes them like a baby peach. <laughs> I don't even play Baby Peach on Mario Kart. <laughs> or do you even play? Yes, you play the Wii version. Mario Super Sluggers. Oh my God! <laughs> with the strike, with the spike. Oh, man, the spiker, spiker. Spiky spike. Spiky spike. Spiky spike. Spiky spike. Spiky spike. Spiky or the man, or the manhole. Fisher Price. 
Yeah, yeah, that a telephone. I wouldn't compare thing. David graduating from kindergarten. I wouldn't compare David graduating, you know, with Lucas graduating. Yeah, because graduating from building blocks is different. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Oh, the ball popper. <laughs> anyway, let's continue on. But yeah, continuing on with the wrestling news of the week, as I mentioned. After we got back from the sponsors, Hell in the Cell from last Sunday. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I think the opening bout was good. Other matches, I didn't really care to for that much. But the main event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to confirm this for everybody so that way you all can understand. Vince McMahon, as much as I don't, don't like the guy, but yet I'm surprised. He didn't do this, but this was not his call to make, but yet he let it happen. This was Cody's decision to compete with a torn pectoral muscle while, you know, in the ring inside Hell in a Cell. Apparently, it was Cody's, you know, idea to go on in the match while hurt. Vince didn't force him. He didn't do anything thing that Cody didn't want to do. Cody willingly went into the ring hurt with a torn peck. And he won the match with the broken freaking pack. So as far as I'm concerned, I give hashtag respect Cody Rhodes. Yes, indeed. I know both of us they went over that. What what was uh, there? What was uh, Romy's opinion on that? Because I, I I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did he did he respect Cody? Yeah, obviously. Good. Yeah. Yes. As mentioned, I will, of course, still go over the, uh, the results for that. The following the opening uh, match to, to start the main show, which is the triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defends that title against Asuka and Becky Lynch. And with that, Belair, Belair will get the win on that one, no problem. So time of that was close to a 19-minute match, so 18 minutes and 56 seconds. No, it wasn't smart, but I will say, though, it, it at least it'll shut up those, you know, AEW shills who want to keep thinking that Cody's a sellout for just going back to his roots, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my mm. God. Seth Rollins. Mm -mm. Seth Rollins but, couldn't yeah. beat Cody with an injury. You know what? That's even even more disturbing. Seth Rollins can't beat Cody. That's the problem. Yeah, not it's like, one. It's like freaking Tommy Dreamer and Raven. Yeah, not the once. One, the one guy you just can never beat. Oh, asshole. Wait, wait, no, no, no. At like, asshole. You know that picture I sent you guys earlier? Uh, I guess. I started cracking up laughing. I thought yeah. the Frank, the Seth Franklin Rollins was pretty funny. It's like you yell, like your mother yelling at you, Seth Franklin Rollins, you Seth Franklin Franklin Rollins, you get back in that ring, or you get no dessert. <laughs> but yeah, I was funny. I saw that on Twitter. I said, I gotta send this. Yeah. And then we get into this next match, a two-on-one handicap match, where it involves following Omos and MVP going up against the Almighty. Bobby Lashley. And, and my God, Lashley getting the win 
over Omos and MVP. No problem whatsoever. By submission this time. And of course, the time of that was eight minutes and 25 seconds on that one. No. <laughs> and I'll just worry about that notification later, but moving on. This match, though, my gosh, where it involves Ezekiel going up against Kevin Owens. Well, with that, Kevin Owens getting the win over Ezekiel. For a time so much of nine push with the repackaged uh, gimmick. Yeah. That was not good at all. Could you imagine if someone was willing to do plastic surgery just to be, you know, Elias while the other guy while 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 the guy being Elias is being Ezekiel, but the other guy would do plastic surgery be Elias, whatever. Who knows? That'd be quite a story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we get into the six-person mixed tag team match, which involves the Judgment Day at that time, the Rated R Superstar Edge, along with Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley, as they were going up against AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. And with that, the Judgment Day getting the win over Styles, Balor, and Morgan. Mm. So the time of that was 16 minutes and three seconds. You know, if that six that mixed person tag match, that that six uh, person tag match was better than the one we saw on AEW Double or Nothing. Yeah. Yes. Need I say more? But either way, next up the No Holds Bar match, where Madcap Moss. As they go up against Happy Corbin, or, you know what, and Dante's going to get me for this, Dante misses Corbin Pittman, or should I say, Lonely Fans Corbin, because he won't have an OnlyFans, never. By the way, newsflash, this was the only SmackDown branded match on the card. Yeah. Surprisingly, it was good in its own right. Oh, yeah. That's Corbin. Yes. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's wrong. What an idiot. Yeah. I just said that it was better than that, that six-person match with Ty Conti, Sammy Guevara, and Frank Gazarian. Coin the wax out of your ears, and I'm going to start calling you a dumb shit. <laughs> okay, this is better. Yes. I can't wait to wrong. Yep. And we already know who won that one. No problem. Matt Cat Moss gets the win over Happy Corbin. Not so happy. Ain't going to be happy for long, though. <laughs> Bad foreskin. <laughs> if he was flat, I'd call him Flabby Corbin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. A little bit of Essex Kindle. I've been on the slippery diet. And unfortunately, my neck does look like a vagina. Too bad that, you know, that was during a time when Jared, you know, uh, Fogel was, you know, relevant before he was, uh, you know, convicted <laughs> as a pedophile. The only not, thing everything that, is, not everything is fresh in Subway. The only, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jared, I'll take a foot long. Fully loaded. <laughs> 
That's all you ever get. I got, I got, I got that from, um, I got that from Deadpool. <laughs> oh, another thing. Here's another, here's another fun thing. You know, he got 16 years in prison sentence, right? Mm. Well, he didn't care because he's okay with anything under 18. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dark humor. Yeah, six. Okay. 16. Now nah, my favorite. Now nah, my favorite character is 18. All right. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah. All right, and then we have the United States Championship match on the line. It has a theory, which I like to say, Austin here much better than that one short name BS. Mm-hmm. As he goes up against Mustafa Ali in his hometown of Chicago. And then, however, you know, Austin Theory would get the win over Ali in his hometown, Dagnabbit. And, of course, time of that was 10 minutes and 25 seconds. That was pretty much the short. I think that was the shortest, you know, semi-main event match for a United States title, you know, defense I've ever seen. Yeah. And I mean, really know what happens for that main event. Yeah, we know what happened. Cody Rhodes beats Seth Rollins, but I'm not going to lie. With a broken freaking peck. Yeah, just like what I just said. And you know what the thing is? I was, I was like squinting and like, like myself, I felt like I was in pain just as Cody was just by him taking all those shots and all that stuff, you know. Like he kind of feels like imagine when he took up that jacket, we all react and we're like, holy cow. Yes. And surprisingly, I'm surprised he actually won the match considering. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. we don't know how long he's going to be out, but the at thing least is, six months. You know what? And I'm glad maybe for the next six months he'll be he'll probably be back in time for the Rumble because I wanted to win the Rumble and win the world title. I, I don't yep. care. That, 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 could, that could that could be what put him over. That could you know people want will want to see that too. He's already been putting in a lot of hard work, and him and him performing with a broken uh, pec proves that. If that doesn't prove he's main event material, then I don't know what will. Oh, yeah. And, of course, that time, though, was 24 minutes and 21 seconds. I'm I'm not going to lie. That's a match of the year candidate for me. Yeah, it was. I have to agree. I mean, I consider that the greatest Hell in a Cell match of the 2020s. Not the greatest Hell in a Cell match of all time because that would be a little bit, you know, a little bit much, but I will say the greatest match of the 2020s, and it's a match of the year candidate for me, straight up. Yeah. I had to agree that. So that will conclude Hell in the Cell from last Sunday, and now we get into AEW Dynamite from last night. Mm. And oh boy. Oh yeah, it's- that I watched it last night, and I wrote a lot of stuff down. I'll tell you one thing, it, it's a crazy card. It's crazy. It, it is. I mean, my gosh. And then we get the first start off with the Casino Battle Royale. And, of course, the winner would face John Moxley to determine who will go to face the winner of the uh, June 12th New Japan Pro Wrestling Eliminator. Of course, as mentioned earlier on the show, Hiroshi Tanahashi or Hiroki Goto. Note that MJF was not in this battle royal. 
I was actually uh, telling, I actually told, asked Gary if he was watching Dynamite, and I'm talking about Garrison Newkirk, the guy who runs uh, both of us. And he was like, Ugh. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, like, thanks for reminding me. And I was like, and you know what? I think he was starting to watch Dynamite, but I did tell him that MJF has not been mentioned all night, nor has he, was he in the Battle Royal. And I was like, they're dedicated to the storyline. But I recently found out that, that Warner Brothers were actually offended by what they saw. And that's what I just discussed earlier in the program. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one. Oh, wait, the one. Yeah, I heard he hit his head recently. Well, there's a there's a sign for concussion city for you. Yeah, yeah. Big Bird, I'm lucky down with those blocks, clumsy lead. Yeah, that's him. Yep, and of course the uh, they they were the first groups of, group of entrants involved: Darby Allen, Tony Nees, Daniel Garcia, Lance Archer, and Eddie Kingston. Was Sting in the battle royal? No, he wasn't. Mm-mm, well, someone said something about Sting being taken out. I don't know, like, but then again, if that was, if someone did that in storyline, I can understand that. But if he was in the Battle Royale, I'd be like, I'm, I'm shocked, you know? No, no, he was not in. And that was part, I think it was group club. The club's group that you just mentioned. Yeah. Oh, the Bullet Club? No, 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 no. It's the Casino Battle Royal. It's one of the most unique Battle Royals that AEW's come up with. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, club, um, club, yeah, for, for the different playing card suits. You got yeah. clubs, spare, diamond spades, and hearts. That, and you got the Joker too. And you know match, what? That match itself was actually a long one too. You know. Yeah, and, and you got the Joker too with twenty-one guys, and it's like a twenty-one blackjack. I was like, now I get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Whole concept of it. Not this very. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, oh yeah, God. absolutely. Ah. Now, and speaking of which, the next group came out, which is absolute Ricky Starks, Jake Hager, Ray Phoenix. Swerve Strickland and oh, Jake. Uh, private chat. Oh, I was on the phone. Okay. All right. So I was gonna say the show got a lot better, but I didn't want to be mean to the guy. Yeah, true. Now he, cause he's been he's been really are dick late. All you right, love so me. You know it. Get rid of that overlay <laughs> for now. No homo. No robo. And- I'm gonna blow yeah. a load all up in your insides. What? What the? No homo. Freaky, freaky alien genotype. He was like, no homo. <laughs> freaky alien genotype. <laughs> freaky alien genotype. Oh my god. But yeah, uh, the next group was following with John Silver, Konosuke Takeshita, Max Caster, and the Gun Club. Or you know, with Austin Ass and Anus, 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 get the PT Cruiser. We gotta go beat up the Ass Points. Okay. All right. Nice job. Nice job. Right. Nice job, Kermit. Thank you. And of course, uh, the uh, last week before the Joker was Ross Hobbs, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Dante Martin, and the Ring of Honor. Pure champion of Wheeler Yuta. People actually wanted Wheeler Yuta to win that battle royal because I could hear the crowd chanting Yuta. Yeah, they're getting they're getting behind him now because he's been making making it big for himself. Like in the like because he's been having himself such a streak as of late and a reputation. Yeah, I think he's been doing well for himself in regards to being in the you know being in certain matches and winning a lot lately. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and then we get into the last entry, which it was the Joker. It was none other than Andrade El Idolo. El Dildo! <laughs> the recently married Andrade El Idolo. Ah. True. Yeah. Yep, and with that, and it was going, it was coming down to this, you know, with Andrade, Yuta, and of course, O'Reilly, then, however, speaking of which, uh, Kyle O'Reilly will, is, was the winner of the Casino Battle Royale, get to face yes, John Moxley in the main event later that night, to go on to see who will go on to the Forbidden Door, and then we get uh, Tony Schiavone announced that there will be a new championship, which it shows on there, which is the All Atlantic Championship. Okay, I want to say this real quickly. My dad actually knows the guy who actually made that championship. Oh, really? Yes. That's cool. And he knew about the championship ahead of time, but that's all I'm going to say right there. But I will tell you. It kind of, I, I kind of knew he liked a championship like that because All Atlantic kind of reminds you a little bit of a Mid Atlantic if you catch my drift. Gotcha. In fact, it kind of reminds uh, someone of an old Atlantic Championship belt. Like uh, I think that someone said the design was about. But yeah, that's. I just thought in my head, it's good that my dad knows people in high places. But he was uh, not to. In fact, if he ever knows anything about tile design, he is vowed not to say anything. Oh. No, and I can understand that. Yeah, gotta respect that. Gotta respect that. Hope they sell them. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, if you ever want to get hooked up, I think. I mean, like, maybe even my dad could talk. I like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got better. I got better parody for you. Let's talk. Here's what I think about talking. Oh God! <laughs> and right, speaking of, they're getting his own apartment. Yes. Nice. Yes. Oh boy! Indeed. Can I yeah. live in there? Is it better, bigger than Jared's foot long? Oh wait, can't say that. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Oh, you think Gary is the clumsiest? Uh, you you do not see. You obviously haven't seen me off camera. Let me tell you something. The way how he just said excited, this is how I, I picture him. Like my, that gay guy from My Name is Earl, the ball, the, the ball one that works at a, you know, that, that was uh, gay Kenny's, you know, uh, boyfriend, whatever, you know, at that copier place. He was like, this is so exciting. <laughs> I thought that was Weez. No, 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 no. That wasn't Weez. Uh, yes, off camera, I am known to be quite clumsy. Off camera? When are you, wait, when are you not clumsy? Touche. <laughs> Another own count for me. Shit. Oh, my God. Son, Jordan, good God. Hey, you see? I knock some stuff down. There you go. There's the proof that I'm also clumsy. Accident prone. 
Oh my god. But yeah, uh, speaking of that title, though, which will have the qualifying match, with, which is the following, which Buddy Matthews goes up against uh, the Bastard Pack. The Boston. Oh, hello, Robin. You know this girl? I think I think I remember seeing her. I think she was on both of us. Yeah. I see. There, oh, okay. Well, in that case, Robin, th 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 thank you. Thank you. Like I would say to Shinotu, thank you. Thank yes, indeed. Welcome, Robin, to the for, on to the live chat for Ray, Ray Podcast. Good. As long as somebody knows who, who's who and what's what, I'm glad. Mm -hmm. no, I knew it. But, yes, it was a pretty good match. But, however, getting the win with the Black Arrow to Buddy, it was an impact getting the win and punches ticket to Forbidden Door. And then, of course, Eddie Kingston was backstage with a microphone. And not in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, at all. Just yeah, kind that. of funny because he was actually almost doing the same thing that MJF was doing about the counting down and all that. But then again, I understand he didn't go all out as MJF did. But yeah. we do have confirmation that tomorrow night we will be seeing Jake Hager versus uh, Eddie Kingston on Rampage tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah. that is going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Taking all bets, gentlemen. Taking all bets. There you go. Yep, and then after that, though, Tripperetta was in the ring with the microphone, that talking about it, that him, of course, himself and Rocky Romero had a chance to become the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Of course, they they didn't win or lose either to FTR, but then we already knew that. Of course, the FTR came out, you know. As, of course, they did the same thing as well. They didn't lose to Rapongi Vice or win either because of the interference. And then, speaking of which, Ooh. we already know who that person from... We already know some members of the United Empire. And, of course, the leader of that was none other than Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Yeah, we saw two members last week. This week, Will Ospreay finally showed up. Yep, along with, uh, you know, and of course attacking them was Aussie Open and Aaron Hanare. And I mean, Osprey in all elite. Oh my, that'll be, I mean, my God. And speaking of which, they'll have a, you know, some members, you know, with, Aussie Open will have that um, have a match to that on a Rampage tomorrow as well. And then this next match that came along was uh, Hangman Adam Page going up against New Japan's very own David Finlay. That one was pretty good, I gotta say. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of the day, though, Hangman was with the box buckshot lariat and of course pinning david finley and getting the win from that and however after the match though page though 
after losing that AEW world title to Punk at that time, even though he would go after the AEW world title. However, he wants the IWGP World <laughs> Heavyweight Championship in Kazushka Okada. Kazushka Okada. I'm going to have to watch that. Thank you, Brandon. Championships are going to get involved somehow. I just didn't think that the world title would be involved. But then again, this is New Japan we're talking about here. Yes. And of course, Adam Cole, of course, talking his way yet again, even though that saying that Paige he's was be happy that, he's, that he has a title in AEW, and it's going to be the only title he's going to be ever close to getting in regards to Owen Hart's legacy. So he needs a shut up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and even though before that, it was at that time, is uh, Okada against Jay White. That might be a very Jay good one. White, there's no Jay Black. That's kind of racist, if you ask me. Oh, God. <sighs> there should be, by the way, Jay's last name is White, not Black. And then, after all that, shenanigans, Tony Schiavone was in the ring to interview Wardlow for that. That, of course, Schiavone, that's tell that Wardlow was op- opted not to be in the Battle Royal. Uh, something in mind with the big guy, but then now even though CM Punk is is our champion and all that, but even though it should have been vacated due to that, I don't want to have the BSing uh, undisputed uh, AEW World Championship or having that interim title. Bull crap! But I digress. However, Warlow. Wants to go after is that TNT championship? Good. I say finally somebody to shut up Scorpio Sky. First, I want to see Wardlow power bomb Dan Lambert for a table. Hey Tyler. Yeah. Well, wait, David says Jay, how many apps do you think are fake? Jay, I know you're one of them, David. Wait, 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 Jay Nay Paul is my favorite. Oh my god! But yeah, um, and then however. Backstage, the rut, the mortar mouth himself, Smart Mark Sterling, that said Wardlow could face him in court or face 20 security guards in the ring next week. There is going to be a massacre. More like Rams led to the slaughterhouse because of Big Mouth, (laughs) smart ass Sterling. Smart ass. More like, you know what? Here's the thing for you. What what about Sean Spears? I mean, I mean, hasn't he doesn't he have heat with freaking uh Wardlow? Trinity Bar. So, sorry, Sm- David. <laughs> had to go there. He's not appeared on Dynamite. He hasn't appeared. Sure he's at a Small Marks. Small Marks Sterling with his lovely wife Cassie Lee. Hello, Small Marks Sterling. Hawk, yeah. hawk, hawk, hawking. Uh, uh, Smart Mark Sterling, huh? Yeah. I'm surprised you weren't the one to call him Mark. Tweet, 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 Yeah. Hey, his neck doctor going to syndication at an army camp. 
Oh my god, oh, I no. thought Davis's phone and this the picture of that um that freaking Fisher Price phone with the wheels on the face. Oh my god. What? But yeah, um moving on from that. Uh, <laughs> well, now you saw it. Hey, this was in Toy Story 3. That is true. Yes. I kind of feel bad for that character. Hey, they broke me. I'm sorry, cowboy. Yeah. You want to get out of here? Get rid of that monkey. Oh my god! Dang it! And then, get rid of that monkey. Being filmed by Brandon Cutler, of course, that they want the uh, World Tag Team titles back, and of course, Matt and Jeff Hardy, the Hardy Boys, interrupted the Bucks, even though they beat. The Young Bucks at double or nothing, but even if it, it, it'll deserve a title shot, it is other than the Hardy Boys. However, Christian Cage walked in with the AW World Tag Team Champions Jurassic Express, and he threw it out a challenge next week. It will be for the World Tag Team Championships of none other than the Hardys against the Young Bucks against Jurassic Express in a three-way ladder match. <laughs> Jack the Monkey. Oh my God. Speaking of Jack the Monkey. Why does that sound like a masturbation joke of a name when you say Jack the Monkey? Because probably curious, George, it's now an old um it's now an old joke. Oh god. I know who Speaking of Jack the Monkey, I'm gonna be uploading that thing tomorrow. I know somebody'd be curious about someone else's monkey George, but that's a different story. Yeah, because the man in the yellow hat was tired of just fucking that monkey. I thought he was tired of spanking that monkey. Oh, God. Theory. Uh, okay, this is I, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, love dicks. That's right. I said it. I love dicks. And I love them yeah. all. And I don't discriminate either. I like big ones. I like little ones. I like white ones. I like black ones. I like brown ones. I like brown ones. I like white ones. And I'll even do an Asian. I just can't get enough dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know John Cena was bald and was from Arizona. <laughs> I'm trying someone in the tent. Oh but I'm not saying who. Hmm, I wonder who could it be? Who I think it's you, you know. It can't be me. I'm not the I'm, I'm not even the I'm not even freaking looking like George Clooney for God's sakes. What in the world's wrong well, with Well, then again, thank God you were George Clooney when he was filming Batman and Robin. <laughs> He's gonna kill you, dick. Stay cool. That's oh, a basic joke. Explains why Michael says white as a primer's paint. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I made a joke about that. Oh my god. Red Robin. Yum. Yum. And, oh my god. Okay. We get into the AEW Women's World Championship. Match, we have the following of the champion Thunder Rosa defending her title against the problem Marina Shafir. You know what the problem is? 
You okay. can't wrestle. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yep. And with that, Thunder Rosa beating uh, Shafir with the roll for the win on that one, remained the AEW Women's World Champion. However, Thunder Rosa, or should I say, Marina Shafir attacking Thunder Rosa after the match with the submission. Of course, Tony Storm sprinted to the ring and dropkicked Marina. Then, however, Tony Storm picked up the champ, Thunder Rosa's championship. Stared at the champion, of course, then handed back to her. Man, oh man. And then, however, Tony Schiavone was backstage with TBS champion Jay Cargill, publicist, Stokely Hathaway, and the baddies, Kira Hogan and Red Velvet. And Stokely said this. Chris Statlander will, we won't be able to beat Red Velvet this Friday on Rampage. And after that, he would say, and of course, Jay telling Tony, Tony, shit. Not surprised. Okay, that was okay. I'll admit, Jade, as even though she's not as great, she's not great in the ring. She is great, you know, when when it comes to talking. I mean, like that was funny. Got to yeah. give her something right there. Oh uh, yes. I'm sorry, I don't have a fair some breakup relationship. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. You broke up my relationship with my protein bar and my milkshake. Or that, uh, or that Kirby finger, or that uh, Kirby figure, or or the the Lucas figure. God, what do you want me to say, Romy? It feels like everything I try and say—that's my opinion. You take it out of context. I'm when I say she's not great in the ring, I mean it. She's not great in the ring. She's not even good. Man, get off your dildo for God's sake! Kenny, okay, it's glued. It's glued on there. And then we get into the main event of the evening where the winner of that will either face Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> well, you got called out. Damn. You don't have any That's fine. That's a great joke, Robin. Sorry, Pam. Go on now. I mean, don't, I mean, don't deny it. It's affairs. <laughs> Anyway, that's yeah, but yeah, either way, uh, the winner of that will either face Hiroshi Tanahashi or Hiroki Goto. It involves, again, these two the competitors of John Moxley and Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, of course, William Wiggle was joined, joined the commentary team for this match, as usual. And I would say this was a great match, but the end of the day, it was none other than John Moxley ending Kyle O'Reilly with a paradigm shift and getting the win to move on to Forbidden Door. And we'll have the weight of the opponent of either Hiroshi Tanahashi or Hiroki Goto. I'm always Tanahashi. I like him. Did you know Hiroshi Tanahashi star in a Kamen Rider movie? You know what? Since we've already gotten through um, all that, you know, the results of certain shows, do you think we should go with our topics? Because we want to go under two or, you know, around the two hour mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, your pals with Pamela and Sarah. Oh, okay. 
That's good. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, what? Welcome to the Caribbean, love. You know, you know, it's uh, Johnny Depp's birthday today. Happy birthday to you. You won your court case, woohoo! <laughs> and you're not taking shit from Amber Heard. So happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> remember this. Remember this is the day you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. Looks like Japan in a couple of that. Oh, okay. I know that I know that she has a really busy schedule. Mm. I'm still wondering who she finds on this panel handsome. That's what I want to know. Yes, we know. Yes, we know where we came up with those names, Romy. We always gotta give credit to you. I still got a feeling you yes. are. I think. Because look at me, am I handsome? No way. Come on. I tell well, you, well, that's about it. I guess it could be me. I don't know. I know one person in the chat uh, finds me attractive. That's the worst attempt. <laughs> and to think I was, and, and to think I had good thoughts about you, Mike. <laughs> Top ten anime betrayal. <laughs> anyway. You were now, saying. Oh now, God. let's see. Let's oh, Michael. Let's see who Michael. should go first in the topics. Um. Well, we'll start out with the with the good old red, white, and green. Me. No. I heard you. No, oh, okay. It's, it's okay. We're not talking about your grandmother. We're talking about your abuela. Yes, you, amigo. <laughs> you, you're such a dick. I know. <laughs> but you forgot good looking. Oh, well, thank oh you. My <laughs> I, I heard you. <laughs> okay. Um. Speaking of Mike. Um. Special thanks, Mike, for this. Uh. For this. Uh. Topic. Um. <sighs> Uh, here, there, there we go. Taco Bell says new floating restaurant will deliver tacos from the sky. Where are my tacos, you stupid idiots? <laughs> okay. Oh my god, you really don't want to send me to Texas because you got to pay your rent to go to, to, go to <laughs> Now, I'd give a hug to you, bar. That's no problem, but anything else in Texas? We, we we do the fusion dance together. Speaking, speaking yeah, about we Texas, finally have that you know that fusion name. Yeah. Which one would you do, the fusion dance or the Patara? Speaking about, um, yeah. Well, from what I've heard, the Patara lasts like an hour, but the fusion dance lasts like thirty minutes. So probably probably the fusion dance. Yeah. If we ever if we ever do like a live, like if we ever do like R and R live, we we will do the fusion dance. It'll be awesome. Galbar will be the biggest um, Dragon Ball character since so Jiren. About, so talk about delivering uh, tacos from the sky. Yeah, like, it says right I'm here. And this is a contract in Texas. <laughs> so uh, Taco Bell's is um Taco Bell's is newest location. This is the dining room and and has four drive through lanes instead. The first of its kind concept called Ta Taco Bell Defy opened 
opened Tuesday in a min in the Minneapolis sub suburbs, and it's aimed at redefining drive-throughs as consumers know it. The chain says customers will notice that the kitchen is on top of the two-story building, and orders are are delivered via a a vertical lift to their cars. For decades, we've been <laughs> Okay, that was my God. I read. words, Walker and Trevet, and the eyes of the ranger are upon. No, 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 no. Mike's coming right there. I'm really gonna see. Texas, look behind you. That's what's great. Tumbling, tumbleweed. For decades, we've been committed to providing a fast, safe, and friendly drive-through experience," said Taco Bell president um, Mike Rams in a statement. Now, with now with our bold goals for creating a two-minute or less drive-through experience for com for customers of it of its concept, Taco Bell Defy is the future. Another advantage, according to Taco to Taco Bell, is reducing the amount of time cons customers spend in in the drive-through. A a 2021 survey from QSR magazine said that a Taco Bell order takes takes an average of 268 seconds or about 4.5 minutes to complete. Wow. I wouldn't even survive. I wouldn't even survive a minute at a drive-thru. Let alone let alone a Taco Bell or McDonald's. But just defy don't be, the just don't stream in the bathroom at Taco Bell. <laughs> That is, where, that is where the great mighty poo came from. You face gladiators now? What? Have you guys seen the um, seen uh, uh, Turning Red, that movie, Pixar movie? Uh, oh, I see, I've I seen the. I'm not I seen the screenshot I, of that. I kind of like that movie, but you know that part where she goes like, "Ah, walk I mean, the movie did takes place in like what 2000 sometime. 2002. Somewhere I'm like, literally 20 what? years ago. I was a baby at that time. <laughs> Don't ask me for them. Hey, listen, if Bofa's is, is, is no more, you, you've always got a place of doing the table of contents for us. I mean, you got the job. Jamar, oh, hello. Oh, hello, Jamar. Welcome back, buddy. How are you doing? How are you doing? Been, been a while. Yeah. Let's see. With Defy, the chains are looking to shorten the process of two minutes or less than things to need multiple factor lanes. I would never have had my Lie, cheats, and steal. Need I say more? Oh, like our, our truth. It's like our truth. Hey, little Jimmy, go fight him. <laughs> little Jimmy's mad at you. You look at him funny. Yeah. So, then it says, um, each lane will have a, a distinct purpose, including one for one for con customers who order on the Taco Bell app, another del del another delivery drive, another for uh, delivery delivery drivers. And the others for traditional orders that is equipped with two-way audio, audio and video technology services for customers to talk, talk to team members on the second floor. On the second floor, the company said. Hey, Ibarra, you didn't hear me, did you? Oh, what is it? <laughs> well, 
I heard it. I heard it. You fart. Okay, so Romy farted, and you just mm, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, probably the volume must have been really low. Oh it wasn't really god. low. You were just still talking, and then all of a sudden, you just kept on track with the topic. You know what? That's pretty cool. It was the Bron. Flakes. I saw you in a commercial. <laughs> I had oh, no, got it right. Screaming while while in that area, you know why? Because you're you're liable to finally get someone a good sniper's position waiting to get shot. <laughs> My grandma got the walking farts. Plus the Wi-Fi would go down. Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> oh so, yeah, it, it's. Okay, so okay, don't worry, don't worry. I'm 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 almost, I'm almost done here. Um, Taco Bell has experience with not with with number of pandemic prom design changes in 2020. The chain the chain debuted Go Mobile concept that reduces the size of dining rooms and feature two drive through lanes inside. Customers sees more digital kiosks. And I don't know, I don't know what that kiosk, is. Hey, kiosk. Hey, kiosk. kiosk. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. And then this can do those. Mm. Taco Bell, kiosk and Taco Bell was the best thing ever they ever did. My opinion. Ooh. Ooh. In addition to in-person staff who will take orders, the designs. Okay, the designs are in response to change to the changing ways con consumers have been or ordering fast food since the pandemic began. Digital orders and drive-throughs exploded in popularity for essentially every every chain, including Chipotle, McDonald's, and Starbucks. For young for young brands. Taco Bell's parent, Taco Bell's parent company, digital sales grew 15% to a to record six billion dollars in the first quarter of all of its brand. The company revealed in a recent earnings call, Yum Brand also owns KFC, Pizza Hut, and Habit Burgers. And that's and that is basically it. Wow. No, it's not Coca-Cola can. It's a Budweiser can. Here's your shine. I just love this is actually amazing how I'm uh, oh oh so this is this is what this so this is the picture this is awesome <laughs> so apparently it looks like one of those um like when you go to the bank you had like these some uh, machines where you just put it in and it just sends you to the um auto room this looks awesome I am loving the future I am hoping they do it to um other fast food chains not just from Taco is that, basically that's what it is a driving kiosk a drive through kiosk if that's the case, man, I'm gonna try that out. That that is essential. I I am loving I am loving what Taco Bell is doing. I like doing. that. I like that. Uriel, I love it. Driving I, I am sold. Kiosk. Somebody take me there. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I think that one was burritos. <laughs> <laughs> that, that must be the burritos. 
<laughs> or that quesadilla that he did. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seven thumbs down for the gladiators. <laughs> I, I, that fart must be the burritos. That must be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. What? Okay, who's next? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my toes, mentor, you know the fridge maker. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play this just for craps and giggles because I I can't help it. Oh no. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that was a cool. Oh, my oh God. no, you were gonna do a squishy. <laughs> Shano said at best, never trust a fart. Three He's words. For how many times? Three words when I go bowling. Nintendo Switch Sports. Need I say more? Anyway. Oh, for, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> for God's sake, David. But anyway, the, what I said in the live chat, it's a thing that Romy did one time going, Yes! Bah, 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 bah. My name is Joe. My name is Joe. I love Boyhood. If you don't like a film like Boyhood, you are a casual film fan. Oh, I gotta go bowling. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh. Oh, oh, oh. That. Those are people. Oh, I love my the people. <laughs> Only one topic, David. <laughs> Only one topic, man. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I, I can. I can. Feel I, think like I, can every time, I mean, does that impression? It feels like he's jacking off, and it finally came out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a casual gap. We're almost. It's been a while since I've heard since I last heard that name. Since 2008. <laughs> wow. Anyway, who's uh, next? Um, how about we I, go with the okay? Uh, uh, real quick, I think I could, I think I could pull in like a little um, plug-in. So yeah, um, you folks might remember, you folks might know, um, uh, pineapple. Oh, uh, the pineapple gaming show, Alec. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. In the him. next, I love that kid. And the going places. Yeah, and sometimes in the future he's gonna he's gonna stream um. Finance as Freddy VR, and he's gonna only he, he's only gonna do it if he achieves some. Um, a hundred a hundred followers. He's halfway there. He only needs one more follower. So I expect already that... Alright, Dad as well. So expect that stream to be um maybe coming sooner rather than later. Yeah. One more. Um but yeah. Let's have uh, Michael go next. Right. Alrighty. While you do that, I will be lighting my dog's in. Alrighty, and while he does that, I'm gonna—I'm about to go over to some NHL awards and the winners that were announced just recently. Now, some of you may be like, "Oh, cool, the National Hockey League," and I'm like, "Nope, the National History League." <laughs> Here's your sign. Here's your sign. <laughs> of course, it's the National Hockey League. <sighs> All right, the winner of the King Clancy Trophy, they were, were uh, out of P.K. Subban, Ryan Gitzlaff, and Darnell Nurse. The winner of that one was P.K. Subban. Oh, yeah. No, that is... No, that is funny. This is what Mike sent me. He sent me this picture of a grouch. 
<laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's been a long time since I left her. Oscar. Yeah, it's Oscar the Grouch. Uh, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch won an NHL award. Look out, folks. Uh, Oscar the Grouch. That describes Scare Bear with a nutshell. I mean, the Muppets did, I mean, the Muppets did appear on um, WWE once. Uh, yes, they did. All right. Where was I? Oh, yeah. The Lady Bing Trophy goes to Kyle Connor. The, Sel the Selkie Trophy out of Patrice Bergeron, Elias Lindholm, and Alexander Barkov. This went to Patrice Bergeron. All right. Ruins. Ruins. Yes. Congratulations, Patrice. The Bill Masterson <laughs> Trophy. Out of Carey Price, Kevin Hayes, and Zidane Chara, this one goes to Carey Price. The price is right. Price is wrong, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. The Jack Adams Award. Now, doing that remix with Romy. Bitch, bitch, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> The, Thank, the Jack Adams. Remember that? Right. That was a great. That was a great moment when we did there at the end. Yes. Dear Price, yeah. What a game. What a game. The, the Jack Adams Award, which is awarded to one head coach, and out of Daryl Sutter, Andrew Brunette, the Joe Gallant, Daryl Sutter wins. I was gonna say, sure ain't Bruce Cassidy. <laughs> he got the axe. Yeah. The Messier Leadership Award. It went to Anze Kopitar. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought, and I thought, I am a Christian. Listen, when I Roman Catholic behind the scenes, I'm a calm, well, you know, well raised, mild mannered, well, mostly mentally challenged, you know, 26 year old man. <clears throat> That's born again and all and, and is, you know, in, in touch with God 24-7. But when I'm on camera, I could be an entertaining son of a bitch. So don't try <laughs> and don't, don't try and twist and bend uh, it. I thought Jordy was a Christian. And, huh? <laughs> Actually I am. But yeah, I can perfect people, I, throw, I, I I gotta make sure I put all my beliefs aside. Just to you know, to entertain the masses. That's true. I can attest that even before I was an R and R, I know I'm um, Jordan. He, I know um, who Jordan really is behind him, behind cameras. Yeah, I mean, just just because I have beliefs and certain political beliefs doesn't make me, you know, make me a bad person. Besides, yeah. I have to do what I can to be entertaining. Okay. Yeah, as a Catholic, I can attest that. Real too. life, internet life. Yeah. Was what we do. But anyway. If I had a dollar every time someone says bitch, I'd be a millionaire by now. <laughs> he says, Where are your manners, boy? Like, with the eye. That is the, 
My God, that is an inspiration. Julie, Julie. Julie. Yeah. Uh, purple side. Carolina Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Julie Brewer, welcome, welcome, Julie. What is going on? It's not. What is uh, I I thought it was Julia Hart for a second there. <laughs> Julia Hart, and then we all because Malachi Black will kick us in the face. Well, actually, oh. you know, Malachi Black would kick us in the, in the face if it was Elena Vega. I see. You, you want me to do vlogs just to see how clumsy I am? Well, um, I I would say you want me. I, I would say you want me to be embarrassed. <gasps> Hold on. Before I continue with this, <laughs> before I continue with this, you know as well as I do, Shane, that when you act up like this, I have to get one up over on you. That's the way it works. You want to play, pal? Huh? You want to dance? Well, you and everybody else had better stand back. <laughs> DX. I, uh, when they came back, I was like, oh, here comes some funny stuff. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, is that the end of your topic, Michael? No, I, yeah. no, I, got, no, I got some more. But first of all, you thought it was Julie Hart. That got me thinking. Julia Hart described Lee Johnson in high school. Second of all, the RRS Trophy, as I mentioned, went to Connor McDavid. The Rocket Richard Trophy went to Austin Matthews. The Jennings Trophy went. Now this ended in a tie. Really? Between Auntie Ranta and Frederick Anderson. So we get co-winners. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> What the frick? Who the hell's Don't look at me. Thing? I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to fix Jordy oh, on now. You know what? I'm going to do something. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, no. Uh, no. What are you going to do? Oh, no. gonna pop... uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to break the chair again? Man. <laughs> Eric, your birds are better than Austin Stevens. You, you wish. <laughs> and you'll snap my neck. <laughs> Uh, Eric's burps sound like King Kong, while Austin sneezes sound like Thomas the Tank Engine on helium. Thomas and oh, his friends. Thank you. Oh, here we go. I take Jordan off because I'm burping too much. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things to annoy um, um Jordan, but that could be I know. Enough. I've done two of them already. I've done two. Burping and talking about Capcom Fighting Collection. <laughs> yeah, well, me and Jordan, we were talking about Dragon Ball um, superheroes. <laughs> Weak. 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 I know you're, I know you're kind of swallowing. Well, Jordy, you know, you know what's weak? You're, uh, you you know, you're, you're glass designer. Watch. Well, Jordy, I wish I looked Jordy, cool. Jordy, your belt is the Shinoto. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, I had to go over this. Alrighty, Jordy, your, your belt is the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> right, bye, guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, know what, you know what else is the weakest link? Your, your, your puberty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Strike one. Strike two. Oh. Oh, no. We don't need to see that. We don't need to see that. My eyes. Oh, I hope yeah. I get off for that little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> With a bullseye for Michael. <laughs> oh, really, Romy? Really? <laughs> oh, reminds me of that oh. Riddle segment on Monday Night Raw. I busted out laughing. The old George. Well, oh, next, Jordy spells this week. Your spelling skills are weak, David. Jordan, you're you're the one that is weak. I mean, I mean you're not wrong. That's, that's, that's funny coming from a freckle face cartoon. I mean, well, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I always said um, Jordan does a lot like Krillin. Yeah, the kiss my ass, bitch, I'm a uh, yeah, kiss my ass, bitch! I'm immortal. <laughs> what are you? What are you, Jack the Monkey's brother? What the world, Ibarra? Jack the Monkey's brother. Oh yeah, I do love. Okay, who's next for topics? Before the... no one. Yeah, I do love right. the monkey. No wonder why I like right. Goku. Let's get back on track. Wait, uh, alrighty. The awards left to be awarded to are the Hart Memorial Trophy, the Calder Trophy. The Vezina, the Norris, and the Ted Lindsay Award. After all that craziness, that's the end of my topic. All right. All right. There you go. Well, I want to. I want us to do those advertisements one more time since we hit another hour. So, you want to go ahead and do that? Uh, okay. I borrow, but oh, all right. But yeah, we'll do it one more time for kicks and giggles. Okay. Again, we'll be back with these uh, brief advertisements, and we'll have that more after this. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. On Twitter, you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content You'll be notified right away, and you can get started on the action. Come on over to Anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? 
Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows. We feature the most entertaining TV shows. And we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy. All created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff. The 25 KAPR TV only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say, but were hesitant to say? A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial? A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason? A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences? And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And a YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating. No bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at TemplarKing underscore as DD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Liam Colavera K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. All right, we are back again once more for the episode 139 of the Right Right Podcast as we continue on with the one topic from each of us on the panel already. By the way, just so we're clear, I had to answer Julie's <clears throat> Julie this saying that you look bored. Well, I just said no, that's your war face. Hey, <laughs> I mean, at least I'm being patient <clears throat> and all that, and being funny at the same time. You know, with <laughs> funny. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, good God. Well, then again, what which she am I referring to? Julie or someone else? Who knows? Yeah. Love you. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's go with... Uh, I was talking about Julie, Eric! I didn't say anything. It's me, it's me! Suspicion on your face. I'm just raising my right eyebrow because I'm wanting to find out who's next on the damn topics, you goomball. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, no cussing, no cussing. Oh, he, he, it's no, no insults. insults, no asphalt, no asphalt. There, there you go. That's much, that's more like it. <laughs> asphalt. Let me give you guys a little bit of a history. Okay, a moron. Okay, a, a really dumb idiotic, brainless buffoon actually thinks that asphalt is concrete. When it is pavement, concrete is what you do on the sidewalk. Asphalt is pavement you put on the road. It's it's like comparing apples to pineapples. They may sound the same, but they're completely different in size. Six. 
And by the way, and you know what? I'll even give a special shout out to the person who thinks um, that um, asphalt is concrete. RTD. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Zing! Anyway, let's go ahead. Uh, Brandon, you're next. All right. Here I go. I'll do it right here, right now. As uh, for my one topic, though, it'll be my upcoming uh, bookings, though, coming up representing the Rant Ray podcast itself. For uh, next appearance, though, for sponsorship wise, it will be next month, will be on July 15th at, over there at the Trailbreaker Cider House in Liberty Lake, Washington for Relentless Wrestling. And Liberty potentially Liberty. after that, it'll be a new show, which is, of course, the uh, same place, but actually a different venue, the same different venue, potentially. It'll be Prestige Wrestling nonstop feeling over there at the Hawthorne Theater in Portland on July 22nd for some more sponsorships to get to advertise the show itself and and I'm actually going to have some new t-shirt design coming up along the way as well with representing the Nirvana version of R&R and of course myself on the 8x10 autographs Yeah, so that is it for my topic regarding to the upcoming uh, bookings representing the Rant and Ray podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to say this to Romy saying I'm filing copyright. Well, guess what? I just said, while you're at it, make sure you don't file a, co- a privacy complaint like RTD tried to do with <laughs> episode 112. Thank God I wasn't on there. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, no, no, you weren't around for that. I, I don't think you were. Yeah, uh, I think because it was the, it was, it was almost something. It was um, okay. It was almost finals, and I went to study. The reason why I just pop on the chat because I wanted to take a small break. Ah, well, good thing too because let me tell you something. Episode one hundred twelve. It's I, it is a must watch, and it's actually becoming the most watched episode. You know for quite some time because people have been watching that over and over and over you know i don't know I, why well i know the second i think like possibly like Wait, the top five most watched that i didn't do this <laughs> anyway i think like i think like the top five like most watched would be like well 29 and then um the one where we're t- and then the, the saint patrick's day one i'm surprised that is a really huge hit I'm not saying like it's becoming the most watched episode because 29 is still the most watched. But all I'm saying is if somehow episode 112 surpasses episode 29, I will be shocked. I mean, episode 29 put us on the map, but episode 12, 112, that that could be a game changer if you get if you catch my drift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like I'm really am surprised to see. Oh yeah, there's like a oh my like, god, more than a hundred comments. Commenting, like, dude, do you not realize the more you comment, the more you add viewership within the algorithm? 20, oh, yeah. 29 is one of your favorite episodes. Oh, that's good, Chuck. But anyway, um, so Brandon was done with your topic. Okay, yes. Eric, you go next. All right, some big gaming news, as you know. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm, lo- I'm obviously looking forward to Capcom Fighting Collection. It's coming out in 15 days. I mean, it's two weeks from tomorrow. No big deal. But we've heard about a lot of things about Teenage Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. If you're a fan of like side scrolling beat em ups from the 90s, or if you're a fan of Ninja Turtles. And My Ninja! <laughs> of the Ninja Turtles. Um, they have the iconic um, a- uh, voice actors from the um, 1987 uh, version coming back to voice the characters, which is really, really cool. Um, they finally found a date to release this. It's next week, June the 16th, on all platforms. And and there and here and here's what they added too. They're adding Casey Jones as a playable fighter, along with April O'Neil Shredder and the four and the four Ninja Turtles. Not only that, simultaneously six player. Six player abilities. That means six players can play in this game. <laughs> Spark <laughs> in the park. <laughs> and, uh, uh, what the heck? What the heck? Don't ask, David. Uh oh. Okay, so I went to this um, 112 episode of that ice. And I oh, saw my cousin. Uh oh. Wait, hold on. <gasps> Robin Kelly just said, Oh, oh and I saw my cousin. Oh, oh, yeah. now I get it. Yeah, you're talking. Wait, are we talking about the one? Uh, you, you better be referring to episode 112, like, like you know, the one that we did in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that wait, was. Wait are you animals messing with that freaking hover, freaking that little automated little vacuum thingy? Who are you calling an animal? Uh oh. Shut up. So, anyways. Stop messing that, with that. Yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, created by Dotem, uh, Dotemu, uh, Limited Run, and everybody else. The game is getting released this uh, uh, next week. And it's going to be for 25 bucks. So if you're a Ninja Turtles side scrolling retro side scrolling beat 'em up fan like I am, I, I'm going I'm planning on buying it. I'm planning on buying pre-ordering for it and buying it. You know, you add Casey Jones, that's pretty cool. And it's almost like plays like the original Teenage Ninja Turtles arcade game. That's and they did a great job with the graphics and everything else. Can't wait. And, and there's another another Capcom game coming out in July. The Capcom second arcade stadium. Will be coming out uh, July the twenty second, and um, they're going to have some of the games from the Capcom Fighting Collection in there as well, and yeah, uh, and 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 I got a bone to pick with Capcom on this one though. Oh boy, here we go. Capcom, I know you got you, you release all these. Uh, Capcom games, it's really good and fine grand. But where in the freaking heck, uh, when in the freaking heck are you going to release Final Fights 2 and 3 for the Super Nintendo online for the Switch? I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see Final Fight 2 and 3 on the Switch for the Super, uh, uh, Super Nintendo online. And where's Ring of Destruction Slam Masters 2? But don't get me started with the Marvel vs. Capcom thing and the Alien versus Predator Calyx and Dinosaurs. It's all royalty crap. And 
you know, corporations can be very, very greedy on that. So hell yeah, that is me. That's me right there. Yeah. But final fight two and three. I want to see him on the switch online. Come on, Capcom. What are you waiting for? Christmas? Then again, that's one of the good, better holidays. So. Mm. Wow. Comments on one rain rave. So, yeah. So, so in a nutshell, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder Revenge coming out next week. You can pre-order for it now. And all it's on all platforms. And also Capcom our, uh, second arcade stadium coming out next month, July 22nd. Don't yep. worry about fighting collection coming out in two weeks from tomorrow. I've already pre-ordered for it. I'm ready you, to go on you there. And amped up for that since day one. Yeah, since they released it, since they revealed it on back in February, for goodness sakes. So I'm amped up. By the time okay, now I'm going to say this, but I'm going to end this topic by saying this. By the time summer's end of summer's end, summer ends, my Nintendo Switch is going to be full of retro gaming goodness. The problem, it's going to be like the ultimate oh. arcade pack for me. Ah. So that. A retrospect. Yes. And I've grown up in the 80s and 90s area. I borrowed there were a lot of cool games back in the day, man. I Absolutely. played a lot of games the back in the day. And with the Raspberry Pi consoles that I have. Raspberries! Yeah, Raspberry Pi console, Pi 3 and 4. Believe me. Trust me on this one. If you're a retro gaming fan, you're in hog heaven here. I've been wanting to play some of retro games myself. You, you, you got to try some. Trust me. If you need I do got the uh, Switch online. Yeah, there. you got Switch online. Look them up. Like I said, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out next week. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm getting it. I was like, somebody call my mama. That's Retro it. For gaming retrospect, count me in big BCE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Check Jose. I'm telling you. I'm recommending Shredder's Revenge. My man, Chuck. That will be part of my Saturday Superstar Arcade once I get it. And we're with the Saturday Superstar Arcade, and it's not WCW Arcade on the no, it's a combination of uh, two of my favorite uh, shows in the '80s. Starcade, you know, try to you know try to say that as a joke. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to rip off WCW. <laughs> uh, well, let me say some WCW did have some good Starcades back in the day, but then again, I think the NWA ones were what made it a hitch. Yeah, did you know that Alex Trebek hosted the original uh, game show Starcade pilot version? I didn't even know that. God rest his soul. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my thing. You know, retro games have been my thing, and you know, everything else, man. So that's it for my topic. Okay, we all probably going. know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due because I think Psycho Mike kind of gave me a little bit of inspiration with this one. Because like him, I am frankly disappointed in the development of what WWE has done as of recently since this past Monday night. Oh, I know where you're going with this. This past Monday night, WWE had the audacity to not only write off Edge the way I would never have written off anybody in a faction, but by God, I would have never, ever done him wrong like that the way they did with him in regards to the freaking... Um, in regards to the Judgment Day or the other side, which I want to call... Here's the thing. In my view, I don't think he should have been removed too soon. 
if anything, because he was a better leader in that group than ever. But I can understand why they've written him off because he has this contract where he's, you know, able to appear or wrestle, you know, in certain dates and all that. Understandably so. But what I don't approve of is the fact that they just let him, you know, like they just write him off too soon. Shut up! Sorry, oh my God, you. struck again. You're about to be struck upside your head if you don't watch your mouth. Anyway. <laughs> I was just making a comment. Watch your <laughs> pants. I do yeah. watch my pants, and guess what? Watch your pants. Jizz didn't yet. <laughs> but anyway, I don't understand why you would want to write Edge off like that, Okay. This is how I see it. If The Undertaker, you know, was still, you know, like in a part-timing game. Like, let's think of it like this. He could have made a new Ministry of Darkness. And this time he wouldn't have to affiliate it with the, you know, wouldn't have to, you know, like have it affiliated with the authority or any corporation. Instead, he would be the mastermind behind the scenes while someone would be the second in command and work things out. While they would plot something for him to be taken out at one of the big four you know, for the hero to, to be the conquering, you know, of them all, to be Undertaker. You know what I mean? However, this is what I never, this is what I could not get. I don't understand why just take Edge out. He was good. I mean, if you're going to take him out for a while, at least, you know, say, like, this person's going to be my second in command, like Damian Priest or Finn Balor. That's what I would have done. But instead, you write the guy up all because he can't, you know, because he has a contract where he can appear in certain dates and all that. I mean, I know Edge isn't a full timer, but then again, I wouldn't mind him wrestling monthly. But if you're just gonna, but if you're gonna work this out, do it with some logic. This past Monday had. You gotta be freaking kidding me! This. Give me a second. The animal. Um, don't know what don't know what I'm supposed to do now. So um, stop messing with. It. I'm not messing with anything. Oh, there he Other is. Other than the animals, not you. Well, comparing to Ibari, comparing Ibari to an animal is easy. Just look at him. A monkey. Might as well tell myself Kakarot. I was going to refer to you maybe as a cacti because every person in your family is a prick. And look where you came from. So that's going to be my saying name? Cac... Cac... Whatever you call it? Not... No, no, no. Um, Cacti. That's it. Yep. That's going to be my new saying name. But yeah, I don't really think that bad of your family. Because one, your family has not done anything mean to me. Except that well, one time when I got cussed out in Spanish. <laughs> Typical day at the, at the Call of Duty servers. Yeah. But anyway, all I know is that there were other ways they could have done this, but instead they went with this route to try and ride off Edge in the weakest way possible, and now we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, is Finn Balor leading the, the freaking, uh, you know, Judgment Day, or is or is, is Damian Priest, or is it, or are they going to actually have a female leader? Because everybody's been wanting a female president in office 
for quite some time, but instead we mm. get stuck with, you know, horse face Hillary Clinton. Ugh. Fact is, we don't know what's going to go down, but I will say this. WWE, you are the biggest dick bags I have ever seen in my entire life when it came to writing off edge the way you did. Now you're going to actually have someone you're going to actually have someone, you know, give Edge a reason to turn babyface again, even though he was doing a fantastic job being, being a freaking, you know, heel. But now you just, I mean, you just took away his momentum. I would never do such a thing like that, but it is what it is. I would have done, I would have done a different job than that. I mean, what would you guys have done? What would you guys have done just to keep the judgment day going? Or better yet, my personal opinion, the other side. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, not a mean saying them all. I mean, I would have, I would have thought of way world's worst excuses. Yep. Did you go through that entire comment section, Robin? Like back on episode one hundred twelve. Because if you did, I mean, like, mop, I mean, like, kudos to you. Man, I want everybody else's opinion of uh, what they could have done differently for this. I say build build up that little um, distinction between like Edge and Finn Balor, like who will be the leader. Because well, Finn Balor has led Priest because they're they're pretty much built properly, like the same height. Yeah, I, that would have been too. But I did not. I'll be honest with you, I did not even see that. Then kudos to you. Kudos. I, did not, I did not expect them like, like they turn on edge. I, I didn't understand. Even after they picked up the victory last night. I mean, not last night. What am I saying? Hell, no, no, this past Sunday, yeah. Here we go. I'm screwing up again. Um, oh, you won't cut uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I probably had to look at the comments in episode 112. Anywho. Um, what am I saying here? You're talking about, you know, uh, like you didn't expect Thank that. You. Yeah, you know, it's like I did I did not expect that because when I saw, you know, it was like, okay, we're going to get all the real distractions. And he looks at it and then it was you. I'm like, what, Edge? What's And then all of a sudden it's like, it's almost like when I just saw an NXT UK today. Um, Symbiosis picked up, a, picked up a victory. What happened? They they turned on Eddie Dennis. They were beating up on the grabbing Eddie Dennis. I was like, I was getting Judgment Day vibes of that. Of what, best past Monday night all over again. And I am very, very shocked that um, they would do it. I mean, Finn Balor, he's led a group before. It was the Bullet Club. And, um, and I'm, you know, it's like, I don't know if they're afraid that it's going to be too Bullet Clubby. That type of deal. I don't know. Bullet it, Clubby. Yeah, Bullet Clubby. But Good. I come up with more lame stuff than anything else. That sounds awful. And I'm going to be the first one to say that out loud. Yeah, I, I, I'll like be right I, I couldn't even come up with better termage. Here I go with the words again. I felt like George Bush all of a sudden. Good Lord. He <laughs> uh, comes up with I'm like, yeah, I think a lot of things have gotten out of me. Can't wait to my room with my room. Might I digress? Like I say, you know, I did not expect that to happen. And then all three of them were jumping on, on, on edge. And I don't know why, you know, and, and I thought Ray Ripley bark out orders telling Finn Balor end it, end it. I don't know if Ray Ripley's the leader. I don't know if Damian Priest is the leader. Somebody's got to be the leader in that group now. 
So we'll fi- we'll find out more on Monday Night Raw. See what where this goes. I you know you know. Oh, well, look who decided to join at the last minute. Kitty, kitty, tired. I miss the cat on my on my college. I miss going to that um to the portable just to see the cats. Yeah, I like cats. So um. Anyone else? Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? I mean, I would say this. Uh, I mean, I would have gone, you know, besides that tactic that happened Monday night, I would say either, like, you know, I would have gone would gone with a Finn versus Edge to see who the real leader of that. Uh, I would rather say other side than the uh, pay-per-view itself, Judgment Day, but, you know, I would, you know, to see who the true leader is, but then if, and when I saw that, you know, a clip of that, I was like, that, I did not expect that coming. I did not. I was like, my God. And I thought either Rhea told Finn that or Damien. Who knows? I mean... And by God, and as I mentioned, though, it would have been like too bullet clubby in a way because we don't have, we don't want to see a two, two bullet club groups and all that, you know, even the real ones, you know, back, you know, currently right now with New Japan, you know, Jay White and all that or stuff, but that's besides the point, you know, and even though with uh, Ben Balor, the very first leader of bullet club, though, you know, back in the 2013 era. But I just don't know, just beyond me, with WWE doing that crap, I'm like, who knows? Hmm. And of course, can't have nice things in WWE anymore. No, we cannot. No. Ah, I'm done on my end. Well, uh, Michael, you got anything? Day or what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I was putting something in the light chat. Mm, hang on. Oh, there it is. That's the only me has got another. <laughs> no, I thought that he put it in the live <laughs> chat, like his opinion. No, 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 in the YouTube live chat. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's right there. Wait, are you gonna put it in the live chat? No, I no, I put it in already. It's just the one that says cats. The only musical. Ah, uh, the only musical I know that fools Gigi Dolina and Darby Allen. I was talking about your opinion on regarding Edge being kicked out of the, the oh, judgment. That is just brutal. Brutal. You never justify me, WWE. I, well, well, the only thing I have to say to that: Welcome back, Metalingus. Well, I don't think a bar would have anything to say on it because he has wrestling. Well, the only thing I could say is, um, WWE, you never see to amaze me on how, on how much you're such a dick, so much of a dickish company. Yeah, amen to that. But anyway, that's going to probably do it for this episode of the Rant Rant Podcast, which, by the way, want to give you all a shout, 
give a shout out to the fact that this show has been running for over 123 weeks solid. Ever one, since two, three. Yes, one, two, three. I, you see, you got yeah. the joke immediately because I got it too. And also, with that being said, at, since episode 16 on January 30, 2020, we are still going with no breaks, no, um, and no hiatuses. So with that all being said, thank you all for joining us on episode uh, 139 of the Rant Ray Podcast. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance to live chat, comment down below and give us your thoughts and opinions. Also, be sure to subscribe if you're new to the channel and hit the notification bell. So that way you'll see more content from Brandon at all times, whether it be a upload, premiere, or live stream. Same goes for Michael Bombardier. Um, Eric Lima, WML TV Channel 77, Uriel Ibarra, Ibarra Studios, and you're truly the young blood outsider, Jordy Scow. With that being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for a very tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me, I got to find myself a brick hole to bash my head in to stop, you know, being crazy with the, the illogical decisions of WWE. So, you know, yeah. Everybody. yeah. And to the next time for you on another Graham so the Ram Ray Podcast. Yeah. We're followed on social media is on top. And with that being said, keep ranting and raving. Good night, everybody.